Hello, everyone. This is Ray Renati, and you have reached Green Room on Air, a subsidiary of Green Room Radio, the most prominent Green Room radio station in the world. <laughs> hey, you know what? Today, I had a chat, well, actually a few days ago, I'm putting it up now, with uh, two prominent theater women in the San Francisco Bay Area. Christina Anselmo and Neva Hutchinson. I happen to be performing with Neva this coming weekend, Sunday and Monday, at the Dragon Theater in a play called Love Letters by A.R. Gurney. Christina is our director. So that's coming up in just a second. Before that, I'd like to remind you, if you have any friends who like podcasts or friends who need to like podcasts or friends who you think might like podcasts, please direct them to this podcast. I need more listeners. I've got quite a few, but I can never have enough because I want to have a, a sponsor soon so that I can help cover some of my costs here. So I need more listeners. So if you could tell your friends, put it on social media, link to it on social media, and most importantly, go to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts and give me a fair and honest review. I would be so appreciative. Thank you very much. Uh, let's get right to this. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Uh, first, we have Christina Anselmo, our director. Her directing credits include You Are My Sunshine and Homesick for the Alma Theater Company. She's directed numerous student production at ACT's Young Conservatory. Um, she's appeared on stage at the Jewel Theater, SF Playhouse, Capitol Stage, Stanford Summer Rep, Theater Works, Pacific Rec, and a bunch, a bunch of other theaters. She's an excellent actress and an excellent director. I am so uh, fortunate to know her and to be able to work with her. She attended Lambda in uh, England, and she has a BA from Santa Clara University. That's right. Um, great lady, very talented. And Neva Hutchinson, my cohort. In the play, she's performed in over 60 productions here in the Bay Area and on the East Coast. She's had the opportunity to work with Francis Ford Coppola himself, Will Smith, John Voight, Lee Sankiewicz, and Libby Appel. That's right. I'm not sure how to say that. A-P-E-L. How come I don't know Libby? Her favorite roles are Sally in By the Waters of Babylon by Robert Schenken and Sister Amy in Raptured. The Disappearance and Discovery of Amy Semple McPherson. And she didn't put it on her bio here that I'm sort of reading to you. But she wrote that play and I directed it, uh, oh gosh, about seven, eight months ago. And it was a lot of fun and a great play. So I'm very fortunate to be working with these two women uh, of the theater. And uh, let's, just, uh, let's just get right to it. Here we are with Christina and Neva. I'm here with Christina Anselmo and Neva Hutchinson, and we're doing uh, the play Love Letters by A.R. Gurney. This is your idea, right, Neva? It was my idea, Ray. I called you up in the, uh, and you were in your car, and I said, how about if we do Love Letters? And you said, yes, <laughs> just like that. Did I really? Yes, you did. Good, good, good. And then I said, have you read it? And you said, no. 
But I knew all about it because yes. I remember how popular it was. It was very popular. Years ago. It ran on Broadway, and actors would go in and do it for six weeks, and then they'd have a new actor come in and do it for another six week run. It's basically done with a script in front of you, which is why it's so unusual. And one of the things that attracted me yeah. to it. Yeah. Along the, with the personalities of the two characters. Yeah, it's not common that you can actually do a play with the script in front of you like that. And, no. And, 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 and have it come off. Right. Yeah. And, and that's why we decided we needed a director. Yes. Christina and Selmo. Yes, and Christina, tell us about yourself. Uh, well, how you, happen, how you got happened a, upon this. <laughs> I got a text from Neva saying, "Call me, you know, call me, text me." And um, but she had said that that uh, um, uh, Neva had said uh, Ray knows you, and he had recommended you. And Ray and I have known each other for a while now, because the last thing we worked on was "You Are My Sunshine." That's right. Right. Yep. Which is actually in in the script. It's actually mentioned, right? Oh Isn't my gosh! Funny? You're right. There's a there's. I a, didn't make the connection. I know. I know. So maybe the next play we do together, there's going to be a little love letters. There'll be there'll be a little reference to that. Yeah. Um. So we had I had co-directed something. I was brought on by Tim. Yeah. Tim Fullerton had uh, suggested. So that that's how we finally got to work with each other. We've known each other as friends for a while, but we had never. I don't think we'd ever worked on anything together. I don't think so. That's right. No. But yeah. But you and Neva have uh, known each other for a long time. Yeah. We have. From starting the pair That's theater right. years ago, what, 16, 17 years ago, something like Correct. that? Correct. Yeah. And I was just... one of the founding members, as was Ray. Mm -hmm. And I also worked with the playwrights group. And out of that came a play that I wrote that Ray directed for me. And that last was just year. last year, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, right. That was a lot of fun. It was great. It was called Raptured, The Disappearance and Discovery of Amy Semple McPherson, and we did it at the Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, nice. A oh, true story. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, I went down to L.A. a few weeks ago, and we, I, I wanted to go to the church that she started, oh, but I couldn't. Temple we didn't church. have time. It so takes so long to get anywhere in L.A. It does. <laughs> Does anyone know anyone in L.A.? <laughs> hey, I'm yeah, from that's L.A. <laughs> it's crazy. I went to go meet some people that I went to school with in England, and uh, they were in uh, over in Hollywood, and we were like over uh, like Laguna Beach or something. It was only like 10 miles. I it's think. longer than that. No, no, it wasn't Laguna Beach. It was uh, Newport. Or, it was only 10, like it was 10 Santa miles. Santa Monica. Santa Monica, okay. that was yeah, it. Yeah. It was Santa Monica. And they said, oh, no, because someone suggested that they meet me over there or go halfway. He's like, this guy is like, no way. I'm not going all the way over there. I'm like, what are they talking about? It's only 10 miles. <laughs> and then I looked on Google Maps. It took an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. oh my. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. Oh, that yeah. is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, for most actors, I know their plan in their mind, the best plan would be to live in San Francisco and work out of L.A., get called for auditions good in luck. LA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good luck. It's too luck hard to commute. It's too hard to take that <laughs> that plane to Burbank, the car, the And then, and the agents don't want to deal with that. They don't want to right. deal with someone who's not in town or are they going to make it or not? Uh, you know. Exactly. They got plenty of people to choose from down there, right? Yeah. Right. So so what how, what does that say about love letters the play <laughs> let's talk about what what i want to know uh, from you and you how what what 
sparked your interest in it? I mean, you know, I think that, you know, like with with playwriting, when we're reading plays, we always say, why is this person, why on this day did this happen? Or this somebody, why does somebody walk in a room and say this? Why does somebody need this at this particular moment? So why as an, as an actor, as an artist, why did this one stand out to you? Well, I think this play really resonated with me because of the relationship between the two and how it was based on writing. It was based on letter writing. And with every letter that is written in this play, you're wondering, is their relationship going to continue? Is it going to grow deeper? Is it going to go away? There's a suspense that he builds in, A.R. Gurney builds into his plays. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen in this relationship from moment to moment, uh, but you guess as an audience member, I would think, although I'm and not you in hope. the audience. You hope, and um, he also does a really good job of setting the audience up with with some real drama, but then also a lot of humor in the first part, and then it gets to be, I don't want to give anything away, but it gets to be more bittersweet in part two, let's say. Well, we, what, how different is it from, how different it is from regular from our email i mean that's our now it's not just email it's texting right and you know where with a letter i mean i suppose with facebook or uh, when we when you're with facebook there's this false sense of uh community at times because we know what's going on with people but, but we're not necessarily corresponding just to them so we don't have um we don't have pictures to go along. With traditional letter writing, we have a gap in time. We have to have somebody who is expressing themselves in complete sentences, um, using a variety of words, <laughs> not shortening them. And I'm and, and I'm, I'm, yes, I, and so I'm abbreviating not, them. I'm not passing judgment. I'm the first one to not punctuate in my text. And it's not public. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's yeah, and it's not public or but i'm just i'm just seeing like what what have we lost i know that i have a i have a a box full of letters when i used to um i spent my junior year abroad in florence and i have all the letters that my family and my friends wrote to me uh and i still keep them i still have all these letters um that, How lovely. Well, yeah, and I and, and I because it was expensive, and you know we, they were on aerograms because it was cheaper. Right. And it was we didn't. I was there long enough ago that that long distance was not cheap. I mean, kids, there was no internet. Obviously, you know, there was no yes. internet. There was no, um, and I. It's so well, now it's so different. The, the visual is missing on Facebook. You have a visual mm-hmm. usually. And with letter writing, it's the visuals in your mind. It's in your imagination of what the person means, what they look like when they were writing it, what mood they were in, what they're surrounded by. All of that is built up in your mind. And the characters um, run into that, sort of embrace that problem at a certain point in the script of knowing each other through these letters, but then in real life having some discomfort. Um, being with each other. Yeah, especially when some time had passed and they went through adolescence and became were moving into adulthood and all this and then they tried to spend time with each other and it wasn't quite what they had imagined. 
Yeah. Right. But uh, but they worked through that. They did. Uh, I wonder if people write letters anymore, if there are people who write letters on purpose, just so they can keep that intimacy, to keep the, I mean, I would like to write letters. I don't know who I'd write them to. I have someone that I write letters to who's not my husband. Yeah, ooh, yes. let's hear more. It's a guy. <laughs> he and I write each other letters. And there's something in the play Love Letters where you talk about your wife Jane and how she's looking over your shoulder and sometimes I worry that that's what's happening with me, that someone's looking <laughs> over my shoulder because of what I'm saying to this person. Um, he and I have known each other for a while, for about 35 years, and... Great, so you do write letters then still? I so, do. Yeah, wonderful. I, I don't do. think I've written a letter in 20 years. Oh my I goodness. Yeah. I mean a real letter, I've written, mm -hmm. you know, in greeting cards I've written yeah. notes. Christmas cards. Yeah, I don't know that I've taken a piece of stationery and written a letter. Yeah, I like I, I like sending cards, but certainly I'm not 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 a full fledged letter. I think that what I'll write is a few jot a few notes. Mm -hmm. um, I think that I have to. With I have some relatives that are older, and I'm not sure if they're on. Right. The internet, you know, so I don't have their email, so I send them something. I think I love I love getting stuff in the mail. I know it's I exciting. Do. It's really exciting. It I is. mean if you get an envelope where somebody wrote on it by hand and you can tell and it's kind of thick, like there's two or three pieces of paper in there. It is. And they wrote a letter to you. I it's mean how very yeah. exciting. I'm gonna do that. Just to make somebody happy. <laughs> I know. It's exciting. But you could write them to yourself if you were really weird, but that would be strange. I guess. Well, one thing I like to do is send out Valentines. Mm. Oh, there you go. I love Valentines. I still do. I still send Valentines. I send them to my agent. I send them to people I don't think will normally get a Valentine. I don't think you've ever sent me a Valentine. <laughs> I haven't. I just assumed you well, had you Valentines coming through your door, a plethora of Valentines. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I think I'm off uh, personalized greetings because there's a there was a while that I used to do little um, hand painted little watercolor little watercolor drawings for Christmas cards. But I found that wow. it was very involved, and and I and I finally figured out with all the glitter and the cutting and the you know all the embellishments, it took like an hour a card just to make them. Oh my! I thought, oh no, people were just probably throwing these away. They probably thought that I bought them, so I kind of abandoned them. But oh. but I still love I love getting something in. I love some, getting something in the mail. Next time, just put uh, handmade by Christina and Selmo. Please do not throw away for the next 90 days. <laughs> send it back if you don't like it. Do, do yeah, send it for back the next, and I can use it next year. For the next nine years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Do you think, um, so There's the, there are a few plays that have been done in this way and I've, I've I enjoyed the, I've enjoyed them all. Um, yeah, you the said other that one, you well, there's, there's there's the vagina monologues, yeah. of course, which is also required to be done with the script in front of you. What I wore. What I wore. What yes. I, Who right? wrote that? Yeah, I, I thought I think it was so. was that the the screenwriter? Was it the um, oh god, Efren? Was it Nora Efren? I think so. Or her sister? I can't remember. I have to look. Yeah, it up. but I saw that. 
Or the little black dress? No, what was it called? I think it was called What I Wore. I think so. Something I think about it's What I Wore. Something about What I... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then you said you worked on... The, the Guys. The Guys, which was uh, a play about 9-11, a, a fire captain who had to write eulogies for his men and other people's men. And it's a true story. And he went to a woman who was a writer that he found, heard about at a party. And the play is, is their meetings. Oh. Um and it's supposed to be read, but it's not required to be read. And so I did it with Diane Tasca, and we actually memorized it, mm-hmm. which I think was better that way. Um, but it had traditionally been read by, in the same way as 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 love letters by you know celebrities on Broadway right. who were you know movie stars or TV stars, and didn't have a lot of time to rehearse and done in small theaters usually. Uh, so it's called The Guys, and that's another one. Um, those are the only ones I know of. One, I'm sure there are more. One thing that surprised me on this was how much we've been rehearsing it. Mm-hmm. Initially, I thought, and I think I said to both of you, oh, we'll just meet two or three times and then we'll do it. Right. But as we've started working on it, we've been discovering things in the character that have been really nice and things in the plot. And so it's been fun to work on it. I'm glad we've done it a number of times. I've Every time I do it, uh, it changes. We and yes. for both of us, right? Right. And I'm it, glad too. Yeah. It takes some stamina. I mean, the first act is forty. What today was forty-seven, mm-hmm. and then the second act is thirty-eight. But you're. It's just the two of you, and um, there's a lot. There's some. There's some fairly big speeches, and because we're subtract, we're not having you move around. We're not seeing the physical information of what what you're doing with your body in order to tell the story. Um, we're really it's a radio play essentially all those things um all that the the inflection the tone the pace all those all those oral um all those sonic you know elements have to be absolutely exploited right uh so and it's a marathon i mean the two of you are talking it's not just a line or two here it's it's real letters um, oh, some yeah. of them are postcards, but some of them are really um, quite lengthy. So, um, so yeah, I I think it's been good just for you to because we've mostly just been running it. Not we've been working sections of it at time, but in general, mm-hmm. there's been a, it's been runs, right? And I think yeah. it's been helpful for this particular piece to yeah. get the arc of it. I mm-hmm. think it's been really mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I like the longer letters. From an acting standpoint, it's fun to find the different colors and pace within the letter, mm-hmm. and so that the audience can, you know, not hear it as just one long speech, but can hear the different uh, emotions or tones or uh, you know what you want as a char- as the right. character, what you want the other person to feel when they're reading that specific letter. You know, yeah, theirs um, is a complicated relationship. It's it's they have known each other since childhood, and um, so to see the twists and turns is great. And, and Gurney is funny. He's he's very funny. He is. He also had a list at the beginning of the script and a list at the end of the script of what he didn't want the actors to do, which was very interesting to me. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I love it to read stuff like that when playwrights are so into their play that they have specific. You know, instructions about how you walk on stage, how you walk off stage. There should be no music played yes. before the show. 
Yeah. I think that for the most part, I can, I can live with all those. I, yeah. I think for, um, I think for the most, it's it's sensible. I think most of them are sensible. I think we're I think pushing so. the boundaries in a couple of them. Did you hear about that stipulation that Mamet has for David Mamet has for no after? Uh, no, I some haven't of his, heard some this. of his plays that is it some of his plays he doesn't want um, theaters to have talkbacks. Really? Oh yeah. yes, I've read that. Is that right? Why is that? I, I have wonder. no idea. Anyways, he doesn't go that far. Gurney doesn't go that. Far. I guess that well, Gurney, rest in peace, has been gone for a couple of years. So. Well, it seems like they're still protecting his plays, which is good. I think. Oh, that's good. That's great. Uh, yeah, Mamet is very much into. Uh, did you read his book on acting? Mm-hmm. I mean, he thinks actors shouldn't act. They should just <laughs> literally go up there and just say the lines. Yeah. No yeah. acting. I mean, I, I understand yeah. what he's saying to an extent, but I think he goes a little far. Yeah, with he's that. really. It sounds like he's really fallen in favor. I mean, the last several plays of his, I have not done well. No, he's become. You know, it's he's been very, very conservative. Hey, there, it's it's unusual in the theater, but 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 uh, but it's absolutely his prerogative. Um, but I don't think the quality of his plays is anything like what. You know the the days of Glenn oh, his Gary. Early, his, yeah, oh, no. no, they don't even come right. close. No, which is too bad because he's at, at his most at his best. He's brilliant. There's no oh, doubt about gosh, it. Oh my gosh, yes, he's so brilliant. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross oh. is just an amazing play. And what's the one I directed? Oh God, I forgot the name. The three people, <laughs> uh, the two movie executives, and the secretary. Speed the plow. Speed the plow. Yeah, yeah, Speed yeah. The plow. I love that play. Yeah, that's a good play. It's hard to do. Yeah. His plays are hard to do. Yeah. yeah. The oh, language yeah. is just oh, yeah. insane. I mean, it's it's great when you get it, but uh, Well, there's some language in this play that he uses. The way he uses his language and the and the um threes as the director pointed out, Christina <laughs> pointed out, the use of threes, the use of the commas. Yeah. Uh, there are some things that are five lines long without a period until the very end. Yes. And you just have commas in between to breathe on. Um, I know. It is I always sort of make sure I fill up my diaphragm like okay, here we go. There Here's is the definitely line. a melody to this. There's yeah. definitely a sense with the the ebb and flow of these letter these letter chunks these sections you can definitely um feel it and you can and you feel those punchlines too yeah i mean you feel those the button to that conversation with many of them well not, often, not everywhere often but. the lines are written you know in these long long lines you know two or three lines long without a break and then there's a short sentence with you know a period and then another short sentence with a period and he did that on purpose because yeah. th- those are separate thoughts that he um he wants you to uh, to to get across to the audience in a different way, um, or more consciously maybe. Mm-hmm. Seems like the longer sentences are more just like uh, free flow of your, yes. of your of your of your mind onto the paper, and then. But this is what I really want you to know. Well, you know? he he also with my character with Melissa, he'll sneak in an important detail in one sentence in the middle of the speech. Uh, for instance, she loses her children to her husband at one point, 
And um, she just throws that in there in the middle of talking about going to California or, or different things. That's one of the big differences, I think, between our two characters is you, uh, Melissa, playing Melissa, uh, she, she just inserts those really life-changing events in the middle of how, how are you doing? Uh, you went, you know, I, how's Christmas? And then blah, blah, blah. My husband took my kids and then on to the next thing. Exactly. Uh, whereas I sort of stop and make sure that you heard what I said or read what I wanted you to read. You just kind of gloss over everything. Right. Which but is a big difference in our personalities, I think. It is a big difference in the personalities, and it provides a dichotomy almost of, of counter rhythm of what you were saying about rhythm. There's there's a rhythm to the whole piece, and then we each have an individual rhythm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anything else? I don't know. I I like the uh, I like discovering what's different about this generation too. I mean, they're both born in the '30s, right? We're actors living in California, so we have a very different take on um, relationships, but male female relationships. But we we're we're asking we're asking our audience to come into this very waspy east coast you know two fairly well-to-do people who are uh, both born in the 30s um, and uh, went to prep schools and and despite the money and the prestige that both of them come into or born into um, you know they still have the same problems that everybody else it's like love and you know and relationships and you know making connections um i I think that the the two of them have just such a great lifeline it's not easy it's a very choppy it's a very choppy course but they really do are always trying to connect with the other yeah but they never quite can except for a very short period of time (laughs) (laughs) but the caring they have for each other is is throughout the whole play oh absolutely yeah 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 well people are people no matter what uh, class they come from or religion or race we all share things in common i think yeah yes yeah rich or poor all right well thank you ray thanks ray thank you it was a lot of fun Well, there you have it. Neva Hutchinson and Christina Anselmo and moi chatting about the theater. What more could you want in life? Hey, thanks so much for listening. It's sweltering here in Palo Alto, California, where I am recording this right now. It's almost 100 degrees. I think it's almost 100 degrees in parts of San Francisco. It's over 100 inland on the East Bay of San Francisco. Yikes. Global warming. Or what do they call it? Not global warming. uh, Climate change. Anyway, I hope you all have a a great weekend. And uh, remember, keep your pants on. And until next time, I will see you on the boards. Goodbye, everybody.